0: Hello, and welcome viewer friends. Things are very fragile following the events of last night's explosive dinner party. Over with Anton Alexis, he tells her that he's still a bit confused about why she was so upset with him. She explains that, that it was due to the repeated rejection she's experienced throughout the experiment. Over at Casa Taddam, the couple are chatting about Frankie and Mar's letter. He took that letter personally, says Taya, with supreme understatement. He's not one for criticism, is Frankie, is Adam's response. Mar and Frankie are also chatting about last night's letter bomb. Well, not letter bomb, but you know what I mean. It was an honest letter, and you were just criticising everything that was in it, Mar tells Frankie. He was. He says he was just defending himself. She also reminds him that he told her not to speak while he was speaking. Remember that, viewer friends, when Frankie Flags basically told Marilise to shut up? Why would you say that to me, she asks. He says he was annoyed and apologises. Frankie, you've spent half the time here speaking over me, she continues. Half the time, responds Frankie. Mar tells the camera that she was blind to Frankie's real personality during the early parts of their marriage, but now she can see that he can be a bit overpowering as well as abrupt. She tells the camera that she doesn't know how she feels about Frankie now. Morag's telling Luke that she feels like crap after the dinner party. She tells the camera that she's worried about how it will all impact Luke and their relationship. Yeah, but is she though? Like, side note, during the picnic and the dinner party, I definitely had the sense that Morag was enjoying stirring drama up just a little bit too much. Like, she was positively giddy bringing up the whole DM debacle to Josh and Amy at the dinner party. Then she rounded it off with a dramatic cry outside of the building. Like, it's a bit much, Morag. Josh tells the camera that people are going to be leaving today and they won't be leaving quietly. He is shown hanging with Aunt for the pre-commitment sesh chat. He tells Aunt that although he wouldn't say he's in love with Amy, he sees now where he was going wrong. Amy tells Dan and Alexis that this week it's everyone else annoying her, not Josh. The constant interference from others, especially Morag and Thea, is tiring. Amy tells the camera she's dreading the inevitable tension of the night. Taya tells Megan, Morag and Mar that she wouldn't be surprised if someone were to pipe up with some criticism of her relationship tonight. Because of that comment, Amy said about how she and Josh are the only ones being truthful. What a load of shit, says noted relationship expert Meg. The focus turns to Morag. I won't lie, this is the first week when I considered whether I want to stay or leave, she says. The action cuts to Matt, Adam and Luke, who's telling the group that he knows Morag is falling in love with him. She shows me in certain ways, but I'm just not getting that extra bit I need, Luke tells them. Morag's telling the girls that she is definitely not there yet, there presumably being Loveland. She tells the camera that Luke's profession of love has made her question whether she should stay, as she doesn't want to lead him on if she's on an extended layover in Not That Into Island. Morag tells the camera that she's got a lot to think about. Back with Alexis, Amy and Dan... Alexis tells the gang that she told Ant that she fancied him, and his response was silence. <sighs> Ant tells Josh that he knew Alexis was starting to like him. I'm lovable, he says, but he refuses to lead her on. It's too early for me to say what's going to develop in, what it's going to develop into. Aunt tells the camera. Meanwhile, Alexis tells the girls that she is still fifty fifty on Ant. Out in the garden, Bob asks Frankie how things are going with him and Mar. He makes it sound like things are completely fine. Meanwhile, Mar tells the girls that she's unsure about what to write tonight. Once more, Mar starts with an H, ends with an L. Expert Paul welcomes the couples to the final commitment ceremony. Oh my god, the final one. First up are you know they're going to stay, Taya and Adam. They gush about how happy they are. Adam is excited to meet Taya's father and shake his hand. Blurk. They're happy. Taya says she intends to bougie up his house. Expert Mel brings up the dinner party comments. Amy said that she and Josh were the only ones being truthful in the experiment, says Taya. That's not what I said, says Amy. Taya says she still thinks it was a dig. Expert Paul commends the couple's unconditional love. Unsurprisingly, both write Taya. A loved up Taya tells the camera she's excited to move to Doncaster. God ah, bless. Next up on the couch, Mara Lise and Frankie Flags. Mara tells the experts that it's been the hardest week so far. Expert Charlene brings up Frankie's defensiveness in relation to the letter. He counters by being extremely defensive. During Charlene's comments, Frankie's hands are, like, hovering over his crotch in a subconscious attempt to fend off emasculation from all these difficult women probing his emotions. Someone saying that Marlise and I are a mismatch. That's a dig, he says. It seems like that really triggered you, uh, says expert Charlene. Of course I'm going to defend our relationship, he says. Marlise tells him that he needs to learn not to take things so negatively. He said he wasn't. She says, you're doing it now a little bit. Mara recounts the don't talk when I'm talk-ing comment. Expert Paul, whose credentials as a relationship expert really need to be checked, asks Frankie if he's scared Maralise will leave. No, I think she really does like me. I'm not sure if I'm convinced, starts expert Charlene. Well then, I don't know what to say, bursts Frankie. Mm -hmm. Charlene goes on to explain. When Marlise mentioned that Frankie's behavior was a red flag, his body language displayed fear. Fear that she might leave. Frankie is silent. Belle says she's noticed a shift in Mar and Frankie's uh, relationship and encourages Marlise to continue to exert her power in their dynamic. The experts decide not to plumb any deeper and ask for the couple's answers. Mar says that in spite of all the rudeness and red flags, she's going to stay. Dear Lord. Sitting back down on the couch, she asks if Frankie's pissed off with her and he denies it, but he is very obviously seething. Next up, are Manuel. They are as happy as ever and they tell Mel about the love bombing. Delightful. Expert Charlene asks about the distance. Matt outlines their plans for dividing their time between the glamorous locales of Leeds and whatever fairy fort Dan is from in Northern Ireland. When decision time arrives, they both write, stay. Short and sweet. Josh and Amy are up next and the tense background music starts to play. How has your week been? Asks Mel. Straight off, Josh speaks about his emotional reticence and how this has caused difficulties in building a relationship. His candor impresses the experts. The intense scrutiny focused on the couple at the dinner party becomes the topic of conversation. Amy says that Josh doesn't like to appear vulnerable in front of others. Morag, Josh says. I don't want to call you out up here publicly, but you're still trying to imply that I'm a lad when I've given you no reason to suspect that. Morag says that she's not a liar and she didn't mention it early for fear of worrying Amy. She also tells everyone that Luke has set her straight about Josh. Uh, He told her that, you know, there's another side to him. So Morag apologizes for calling him a lad. I think you're genuine, Josh, says Luke. Mel confronts Josh about telling Amy to shut up during the dinner party. It was vile and I admit that Josh says quickly. The camera flips to Taya who whispers to Megan, I feel like Josh is being so defensive. Josh does most of the talking this week which is a big change. Both he and Amy write stay. Amy in particular seems quite happy. Next out are Aunt and Alexis. The couple sit down quite far apart. Mel asks how they went from a promising hot couple to bitter sexless marriage. Alexis says that she felt awkward at the dinner party, coming as it did after the final rejection from Aunt, in which she had broken out the lingerie in an effort to kickstart their relationship. Aunt says, were my cards not already on the table by that point? Alexis starts to weep. Poor Alexis. Like her self-esteem must be suffering. Two failed marriages in five weeks will do that to a gal. Ant keeps saying he didn't want to lead Alexis on. Mel asks Ant if him asking to rejoin the experiment with her wasn't leading her on. And he turns it back on her, asking if she saw a vibe in the couple. She says yes, and he says, so did I. He massages Alexis's shoulder like a boxer in the ring during this whole section. She says she has no regrets, but it's time to leave. She writes leave, and so does he. The Lorag approach the couch. Expert Paul asks Morag, How it felt to hear Luke say I love you. She tells him that at first it was wonderful. Someone loves me. But soon she realised that not being able to reciprocate would hurt poor Luke. He deserved someone to love him back in that moment. He shouldn't be waiting around for me to play catch up. Fair point, but the expectation that you should be in love with someone whom you've only known for the span of a reality TV programme is what we should be questioning here. Like not being in love with someone after five weeks is normal. It's just that this show has completely skewed that perception. Mel commends Luke's speech, telling Morag how he's the one that she deserves. Is Morag the woman you deserve? Mel asks. Oh, she's changed my life. And if she was to get over this little threshold, then 100% yes. Hmm. I think one of two things will happen. Morag will never arrive in Loveland and Luke will be stranded there alone. Or, she will withhold her reciprocal I love you until the most dramatic moment possible, which would be during the final vows. I wonder which it will be, viewer friends. Matt, with the insufferable certainty of a man in love, tells Morag that the group can all feel the couple's love. You just need to get over that last little hurdle and it's there, he says emphatically. Considering that last little hurdle is like Morag herself, I'm not so sure that it's going to be that easy. Luke tells Expert Paul he feels guilty because he's not what Morag wants. Expert Paul asks what Morag thinks her life would be like without Luke. She says she'd probably go back to dating useless scrubs. She cries about her father and there are some tears among the group. Mel tells Morag that she's stopping herself from being happy with Luke. Basically, she says, get over yourself, girl. When it comes to decision time, Luke says that he doesn't think he'll ever want to give up on Morag and he writes stay. Morag writes stay too, but she drags it out. Last up are Bob and Megan. They tell the experts that they've had a good week and briefly discuss the letter at the dinner party. Bob seems to have accepted that the couple are just not meant to be. Paul asks why Megan stayed this long if she wasn't into Bob. Because I was trying, she says. Okay, says expert Charlene. What's it to be? Meg tells Bob, You're an amazing person. You're just not my person, she says, holding up a card saying leave. Bob writes a childlike poem that ends in the word leave. Megan is happy. Bob starts to cry for the first and last time this evening. Mel assures Bob that there will be women bursting his door down when he gets home. And rehydrates. Seriously, the man has cried a river of tears in just 14 episodes. Everyone bids the couples adieu and there are hugs all round. And that's it. Next we see a clip for the homestays and things look interesting. Daniel expresses unhappiness in Leeds, Morag isn't impressed with Luke's lad pad and Amy and Josh seem to be fighting again. Can't wait to see who has the best house. Till then, viewer friends. Let me hear your thoughts. Get in touch with us on Twitter at Adventures in TV too or you can email me on adventures in tv tv spelled t-e-e-v-e-e at gmail.com and you can find us in all the other places instagram facebook and everything at be Unkind kind rewind see you then viewer friends